I heard someone else's clap really loud, and then that was it. Someone's clap sounded like them like trying to fight out of their shirt. I just heard a <laughs> special guest Hulk Hogan is joining us today. You got that right, brother. Oh my God, Hulk! Yeah, we're gonna have to refer to him as Hulk because referring to him as uh, Hogan when we already have a Logan that's just gonna get way too confusing. True. And when we get Hugh Jackman on here, I have no idea how we're going to be able to talk about Wolverine, as his name is also Logan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? I hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Logan's constantly compared to Hugh Jackman in real life. Constantly. Yeah, I'm confused for him, and it, it doesn't really help with that uh, comparison, because they just go, Oh, hey, Logan! And I turn around, and they're like, Whoa, it, it is the Wolverine! <laughs> Like, we thought it was you because of your quads. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we were just testing the waters, and then you turned around, and it's like, man, it was actually you. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah, it's nuts. Huh. You know what else is nuts? That we are back for another episode of the Internet Football Podcast. <laughs> Week 7 Woo! edition. On time as always. Yes, on time. Oh. No one was late. Oh, yeah. No one Not was a single late. one of us. Nope. We were all here. Yep. And as always, I am here, and I am Steven. And joining me uh, on time is Tyler. I'm Tyler. And uh, joining me on time, as always, is Logan. Ew. And joining me, certainly not late, is Graham. Yeah, that's exactly right, Steven. Always on time. Punctuality is my middle name. <laughs> I thought it was Allison. No, no, that's just uh, my stage name. Ah, uh, got it. How has everyone's football week been? Eh, excellent. Pass. Well, I would say like one third, one third of the way through the season, and uh, yeah, I mean, I would say starting off with the game that started off week six, uh, Logan, you know, solid win, twenty-eight twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. A good old uh, Thursday night Lenny showed up. Yeah, it. One of the shocking things about this season to me is how much Leonard Fournette has taken over the Ronald Jones role, and uh, he's doing it well, so I don't really mind a whole lot. Unlike, right. you know, a certain wide receiver on our team who is known better by his initials than by his full name. Mm, OJ. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, he, he really has just taken over, unfortunately. Yeah, I hate him too. I'm sure the other receivers don't necessarily mind if they get another Super Bowl, but at the same time, you have to imagine, like, well, shit, we were number one and two, and now, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of feeling things again, uh, congratulations, Graham. Woo-hoo! I knew we had it in us. Yep. You Boy. Beat up, a, beat up a defenseless Houston team. Hey, man, sometimes you... If you stand behind the horse, you're going to get kicked, and that's what happened to the Texans this week. They're just another casualty on the way to a cult Super Bowl. You're welcome for Michael Badgley, by the way. Uh, thank you, Stephen. That was uh, very kind of you to offer oh, up welcome. another one of your great players to the Colts. If you want to uh, send over Austin Eckler, that would be cool. No, nah, I'm good. You have too many running backs. You're trying to trade Marlon Mack. No, thank you. Uh, yeah. We could we could have four. It'll work out. I mean, there's enough rushing yards to go around. No, there's not. That's why Marlon Mack wants out. Hmm. Perhaps you're right. I know I am. And I was and the return of T. Y. Hilton. 
Oh, yeah. He looks like he's 10 years younger. He's flashing across the field. He's going to be one of the main uh, features of this Super Bowl winning offense. Uh, I mean, him and Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor and uh, this guy who I've always loved and couldn't wait to be on the team, Carson Wentz, man, uh, just... Me. <laughs> I mean, you you better love him right now because <laughs> I think we were discussing this before uh, you shut up, Graham, but like, thanks to that uh, trade y'all made um, and with your current standing, I believe the Eagles would end up with the number three... No, number six pick, thanks to you, because Carson Wentz has currently played 99% of your snaps. Well, we won't really need that pick after a Super Bowl. We'll just bring everyone back and just, like, do it again. Uh, they can have that measly, what, number six pick or whatever? Yeah, that's smart. Uh, if you want, Graham, if you want a Super Bowl, that would be number 32. Hmm. So even better in your uh, case. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, great stuff. How's, how, uh, how are my other uh, podcast brethren? Tyler? Pass. To be fair, uh, you did lose to the only undefeated team left in the NFL. Like, yeah, yeah, but I was hoping we could put up a better fight than getting our asses kicked thirty-seven to fourteen. Yeah, would you rather have been me this weekend? <laughs> you at least put up fourteen points. <laughs> yeah, I would rather been you because you have a better record. <laughs> that is true. I mean. <laughs> I mean, 14 points, that's almost as much as Tavon Diggs has done by himself this year. Good Lord. That's true. I'm I'm more worried about, uh, since recording this on a Wednesday, I'm more worried about tomorrow for my team. Oh, we're the Thursday night game, and we're missing fucking everyone. I know. No no Nick Chubb, no Kareem Hunt, no no Baker. Jarvis still isn't, like, off injured reserve. I don't feel like going three and four on the year. I don't want to do that. Not not, not in this division this year, no. I, I wouldn't recommend it. No, because everybody's freaking good, and I think uh, Pittsburgh's on a bye. So we would be last in the division again. Well, you, well okay, Ooh. right now you actually cur- you you are currently last, but I don't know why, because you have not played anyone in the division, and Pittsburgh's 0-1. So shouldn't that put, like, you guys ahead of them? I mean, I think just record-wise, we're tied for last. Um, well, you're I'm both still, three and I'm three, still, but, yeah. Well, I'm still saying we're third because Cleveland comes before Pittsburgh in the alphabet. So technically we're third, and I'm going to leave it at that. That's smart. Thank mm-hmm. you. Good point. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I know letters. I, <laughs> if anyone's going to take away an assumption of me from the podcast, I know letters. <laughs> I would say, let me, I'll do you one better. I think Ooh. Cleveland should be second because Brown is like poo-poo and poo-poo is sometimes called number two. So get him right up there. You know what? I like that reasoning. I like that. Thank you. Browns are shit and we deserve to be number two. <laughs> no, I can't say that. Imagine if that argument had worked in like previous years. Dude, I would have fought for two for years. <laughs> I would have fought for two wins for years. Let's be honest. <laughs> True. <laughs> let's be honest. But no, I'm I'm worried about tomorrow, and then we'll see what happens. Um, I'm still keeping my finger cro- fingers crossed that we could win because we're playing Denver. Um, but we'll see. Right. And then, yeah, to answer your question, Graham, um, Sunday was not the best outing by the Chargers. I think uh, 
they can kind of show that we were the last place rush defense <laughs> going against yeah. going up against the best uh, rushing offense. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think it showed. Yeah, I, w- I want it to be thrown out there that DK Metcalf is on my shit list. Oh, oh, you're talking about the Seahawks. I, I was at least talking about the Chargers first. Oh, sorry. I was Not I was yet. like, oh, you're talking about the Seattle loss, aren't you? No, no, thirty four. <laughs> no, the I'm talking about the ass whooping the Baltimore Ravens put on us. Like that was. Oh yeah, you can talk about brutal. that first. Yeah, I, I, I was. I swear every every single one of the Ravens like starting running back trio <laughs> scored on us. Devonta scored, Le'Veon scored, and Latavius Murray scored on us. Yeah. And hell, the one touchdown we did get, our kicker who apparently beat out Mike Badgley in training camp for the kicker spot missed another extra point. I don't know how he still has a job. He has done this like in three weeks in a row. I'm like, I yeah. thought this is the whole reason we got rid of Mike Badgley. Right. Teams are just slow to move away from people usually. I think too slow. No, but this is the new guy. Like, we, you know, that's what I don't no, get. But I, my, uh, the way to get kickers is get them as free agents. See if they're good. If they are good, keep them forever. If they're bad, I think you should get rid of them as soon as possible. Well, and I mean, this guy, he's already missed too many extra points. I personally would get rid of him. Yeah. I like that. There's a lot of kickers out there, dude. Well, dude, well apparently, I, I I joked and I put it in the chat, but apparently the football team just cut uh, Dustin Hopkins uh, in favor of a man named Chris Blewett. And I would not want uh, to be yeah. a kicker in the NFL with the last name Blewett. <laughs> just, just putting Me that out neither. there. <laughs> oh, the joke yeah. is just too easy. It's just a twenty-yard field goal dif- distance that you somehow shank easy. Riders cannot wait for him to have his first game-winning kick go uh, go awry, and just—I mean, it, it. The headlines write themselves. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would. Oh, really? I, I would have picked any other position like growing up it's like all right you're gonna be the kicker can i can i switch positions I, I swear i don't want this job oh i see that the seahawks have claimed jacob eason off yeah. uh yeah off of waivers so uh there you go steven we gave you someone back the the hometown kid is coming <laughs> home <laughs> you sound so enthused <laughs> Gotta be honest, when we talked about the NFC West, I, I, I'm sure there was bravado in me be like, no, nah, Seahawks can win the division. I didn't think they'd be two and four at this point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of surprising to me, too. Overtime loss, just hate to see it. But why is DK on your shit list? Would it, would it happen to be because he uh, decided to throw words at Shannon Sharp? <laughs> like, it absolutely is. I, I'm sitting, uh, I'm. Dude, I was watching the. He called Shannon Sharp a little boy. I'm like, ooh, yeah, little <laughs> yeah. boy. I mean, not even that. He called them called him a washed up like wannabe has been. And I was like, you're huh. saying that to one of the best tight ends that ever played in the league. Oh my gosh, I was so mad. And then it yeah. was like the next day, DK tweeted at Shannon. He was like, hey, my bad, man. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, which like, I, I, no, and I saw that too because like my favorite response to that was like I need to know who DK thought this man was <laughs> you know <laughs> my, my favorite response was DK looked up Shannon Sharp's Wikipedia page and was like oh damn no that's all I'm saying like, did, like who did he think he was look at the profile picture I think Shannon Sharp's Twitter profile picture is him with his Hall of Fame jacket and like the bust I believe that is accurate <laughs> 
Maybe he thought he was talking to Skip Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that that I could condemn, but doing it to Shannon Sharp, mm-mm, that does not sit right with me. He probably saw he was getting fucking bashed to death, so he was like, "Oh, let me apologize." Like Shannon said nothing to him too. No response, nothing. Oh yeah, no, like not for the apology. No, Shannon had his word. I mean, no. And I looked it up. Shannon Sharp's like Twitter profile is him with the gold jacket and is like, like the bus that they put in Canton. I'm sorry. Like, do, do a little bit of research before you start smack talking. I think, especially on Twitter. Yeah, ridiculous. <sighs> but I mean, say lovey, Geno Smith versus Ben Roethlisberger. It was the matchup everybody wanted. Oh, especially for Sunday night football. Ooh. I know. Oh, yeah. And now I, now I guess the Seahawks just have to rest with the fact that they have another primetime game. <laughs> the third one in a row. And it'll be... Actually, I, th- I think this will be one of the rare times that Logan just has no interest to turn on Monday night football. Because <laughs> it is literally Jameis Winston versus Geno Smith. I think it's two f- most hated quarterbacks <laughs> in the history of the game. As true as that might be, at least... Well, most likely one of them will be losing this game, which might be reason <laughs> enough to tune in. <laughs> I like That's your fair. philosophy. That's beautiful, Logan. That's when you have a love for the sport. <laughs> oh man! But uh, oh, speaking of, like just because we're talking games and stuff, um, told y'all, told y'all that the Jaguars would win in Britain. Ugh. It was close, what? but I told y'all. What a gross thing that happened in London. My apologies to the citizens of that country. Yeah, they they'll live. And city. Huh, well, you know, like, eh, I'm sure London I'm sure the people of London forgive you, Graham. <laughs> you can't prove I was in the country at that time. I, I wasn't talking about oh, that. Oh really? Mm. Just talking about the fact that it was Jaguars, Dolphins, and I think Tyler said it best. It did not look good for most of that game. No, no, just no. The first half when I watched it, Jacksonville looked like the worst team out there. So I tweeted and I was like, Jacksonville is awful. And then I went to a pumpkin patch, (laughs) came back to find out that they won. And I'm like, I manifested it. That was my tweet. I manifested it. (laughs) I appreciate it. I'll take the win in our game. I got you. (laughs) But I was looking at it again. I was like, God, Miami's awful. (laughs) I have two bad teams. On, on the flip side, two very good teams went at it Monday night, and Tennessee ended up beating Buffalo. How about that? Nuts. That what an game. incredible game. And this thing, not even, it's funny. It really was Josh Allen versus Derrick Henry, because Tannehill did not play that well. He didn't even throw a touchdown. No. But, but, oh, my gosh. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's like, I don't know when the next time a running back is going to win MVP, but holy crap, Derrick Henry is, like, just so fun to watch in the NFL. Yeah. I'm, You're not wrong. I mean, I I wouldn't say Tannehill did that bad of a job. I mean, every handoff to Derrick Henry was just right there. He really nailed those handoffs. <laughs> right, really, right, right. Really <laughs> set them up to win the game. Good point. It's just it's it's scary to look at it. Like you look at the uh, leaders like in each category and like through a third of the season, Derrick Henry has just shy of 800 yards at 783 and the second leading rusher is nick chubb who has missed time and is sitting at 523 yards insane like 
260 yards separates number one and number two. When's the last time someone ran for 200 yards in a game? No, like <laughs> is your answer. It's been a while. Okay, but when's the last time we had a running back with a 78-inch long running around? Uh, <laughs> Monday night. <laughs> Other than Derrick Henry. Oh, oh boy. It's been a while. Never. The answer's never. Never had B- Big Dick Henry running around. No. Uh, he's he's, no, so we had, he's, I mean, he's got the power. He's got the the 26-mile-an-hour runs. 21.8, please. <laughs> oh, so I'm sure he's hit 26 at some point. <laughs> he could hit you from 26 miles away. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, yeah, this... Uh, and I was like, and that's not even one of those that I'm like... I mean, that's just a... That's a good battle between two, like... What we would assume are AFC playoff contenders at this point. We're like, probably going to make the playoffs this year you know so hopefully that's just a good like a good taste of like what's to come in the uh in the playoffs this year maybe they'll play each other again who knows Uh, would be a great game i'd be excited for a rematch so like three weeks ago i was all about like let's hail let's give the crown to sam darnold the rushing touchdown champion of the league uh he had five at that time and was leading the league uh, Derrick Henry now has 10, and the next closest is still 5. He's <laughs> <laughs> a wheeze. I think Derrick Henry heard that and uh, took offense to what you said. Yeah, well, he wasn't doing jack or shit until week 4. He woke the fuck up. He is just running through everyone, which is terrible yep. for the Colts. But, I mean, it's good to see right. him back. There are few things as fun as a Derrick Henry, like, just run. A complete bulldozing. Well, I love I love everyone taking to social media um, after the game. Be like, you know, shout out to uh, what was it? Uh, that defensive back on the Bills what was it? Micah Hyde. Oh, Micah Hyde. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, like for like for putting his career on the line by one on one, and just like he had to make it. And I think my favorite response to that was like. Listen, if you can, if you tackle Derrick Henry in the open field, I think you should just win. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I kind of agree. Like, if you're able to tackle him, it should be a penalty on Derrick Henry. (laughs) (laughs) The the one response I saw was the one where it's like, you know, where it's like the hypothetical, like, would you rather get run over by Derrick Henry or like sacked by Aaron Donald? He lived that. Right. Right. But he brought him down. Yeah, he did. God, Take that man money, million dollars. It's like I think he, I think he deserved it after that. Might need it for the hospital bill. Oh, no doubt. He went home and had a long ice bath. <laughs> I think uh, he had to put the shattered pieces of his spine back together after that feat. <laughs> it's like a jigsaw puzzle. It's like. Where's this vertebrae go? C4, I'm missing my L7. C6. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, seven? You mean the number of interceptions that Trayvon Diggs has this year? The oh, one third God. of the season? Dude, seven. Oh. Micah Hyde is in number two with three and a couple other players too. But like, he is double the amount of the yeah. next person. 
Good lord. And he was in the same draft class as C.D. Lamb for the Cowboys. Wow. Yeah. And, like, that's... Uh, talk about a one-two, like, punch in terms of picks. I mean, like, guys, I hate to say it. It's one-third through the season. The Cowboys are five and one. Like, Yeah. I don't like it either. Mm. That's why I yeah. wanted Dak. <sighs> and I, I mean, we all... But, hey, we all picked them to beat the Patriots. Yeah. You know? It's like... Yes, the Patriots are two and four, but at what cost? Boy, that that <laughs> barely happened. <laughs> oh yeah, it barely happened. I don't. I love the C- CDs like freaking like showboating as he walks in. I'm like, dude, y'all almost lost. <laughs> I the so when it comes to Trayvon Diggs again, like the NFL record for uh, interceptions in a season is 14. Mm-hmm. He's halfway and, there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know he's going to play an extra game this year, and I know we were just talking about Derrick Henry for MVP, but, I mean, at what point does Trayvon Diggs legitimately enter the conversation? I'd say last week. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's already there, in my opinion. He has to be involved in discussion. Yeah, I mean, two touchdowns and seven picks. Barring a you know, just complete downfall for the rest of the season, like, he he has to be defensive player of the year at this moment, right? At the very oh, least. Yeah. Like, oh, at this moment, absolutely. No doubt in my mind. I feel like there can't be another option. Right, like if it goes to like Aaron Donald again, I'll be like, "Come on, man." <laughs> like No. It can't be. Not right now at least. No. I mean, what he's doing is very impressive. I see people like not praising him because he like leaves his route to kind of pick the interception, and sometimes he gets oh boohoo that yeah that's, that's um that, that's kind of he has good awareness is what that is like yeah I mean are you I'm sorry but like are you supposed to blindly just follow your coverage if you see the opportunity you know yeah I the the one take I saw people saying was uh, this past game against the Patriots um. Uh, it was right at the end of the fourth quarter when Mac threw that really long touchdown pass. That was Trayvon Diggs's guy. But what people were missing was that the safety over overshot it yeah. and just completely missed out. So he had he had full room to score. I mean, Trayvon followed his route and he was there. The safety just didn't play backup. He just tried to take a shot and missed. Right. So yeah, it was also one hell of a throw and catch. Like oh yeah, balls no, as hell like, too. Like that was that was almost the best like back to back scoring. It's like oh Trayvon Diggs gets a touchdown like a pick six. Oh what's this seventy five yard touchdown? Okay here we go. Yeah. Football is awesome. Yeah, sometimes it you just have to be. give credit to the quarterback wide receiver duo right there. I was say I'm just I'm briefly looking over the other games that we haven't really talked about. Um, <laughs> you know Packers beat the Bears and once again Rodgers proves that he owns Chicago. <laughs> Yeah. So that, was the funny. Be- that was the best soundbite. I still own you. I'm like, I still own dang. you. Dang. Dude. Uh, he, did you see uh, the post-game press conference when they asked him about that? No. <laughs> so apparently he scored that touchdown. And as he was in the middle of his celebration, he looked up and there was just this old woman giving him the double bird. You know, I, <laughs> and- I saw that part. <laughs> I, 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 so that's, that's he just, just starts yelling at her. Yeah, <laughs> just so great. I love that story. <laughs> uh, put that in his Hall of Fame speech. 
Hell yeah. Oh, 100%. I would. I was, uh, I just want to, I want to, I want to, I mean, shoot, I'm, I'm not, I'm just laughing because, like, Rodgers, I mean, he's right. He literally has a 21-5 and five record against the Bears. Oh, Ouch. Yeah. Five losses, huh? And <laughs> yeah. In, tw- in 26 regular season games, like, for 13 years, 13 years he has owned the Bears. Like, it's just nice. It's nice, you know. It's nice it that the Bears mm-hmm. can constantly get beat down like that. Speak. Speaking of getting beat down, poor Lions, thirty-four to eleven. Oh yeah. Uh, we, we're uh, about to see whether or not Jared Goff can hack it in the NFL. He's got a he's got a hell of a test this week. He goes back to L.A. to play the Rams. Oh boy, that's a that's a L. Like just mark it down now. It'd be nice if they got the W. It'd be funny if they got the W. I don't see hilarious. them getting the W. You, God. Uh, speaking of just fucking terrible teams, uh, the Dolphins, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Where's the team that was here last year? It's like Grant. This is the team that like almost knocked you guys out of the playoff picture. I know. Yeah. Like you had to steal the seventh seed from them, and now they're one in five, man. Like, just lost to the Jaguars. I mean. Holy shit, man! Didn't I think I predicted them to go eleven and five and win the division? And it just—I doubt that because that's sixteen games. They gotta win ten straight. <laughs> oh, sorry, I mean, like, I probably eleven and six or something. Well, I don't you know. have, I mean, you yeah. have you have one more game for error in that time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need you only need to be a uh, have a record of ten and one coming home. That's doable. Right. Which, oh, by the way, speaking of the Dolphins, because we <laughs> I have to bring this up before we get too much further. Do the schedules just hate the Dolphins this year? Because this past week, we had yes. our first round of bye weeks where both the Falcons and the Jets, who had just played in London, got a bye week. Now this week, we have six teams on bye. Like the most of any of the weeks. Like six NFL teams on bye. The Jaguars got a bye, and the Dolphins get to host Atlanta. One o'clock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but but Steven, their buy's coming up, isn't it? Um, week fourteen. Fourteen? It's like after Thanksgiving. That that is literally the latest that the bye weeks go this year. Week fourteen. Rough. And the Dolphins just. Damn. I was like, why are you doing this to that? Like, what? You had six teams. Why could it not be the Dolphins? I thought the whole point of like international break is that you get a bye week after that because you know you're flying back from a whole other country. Well, I mean, no, the no. only thing that seems to be true in this scenario is that someone in the scheduling department just hates Miami with a full passion. Yep. Yeah. I think it's Mrs. Fitzpatrick. Maybe <laughs> she's like, trade my husband, will you? <laughs> that would be funny if you look back at the history of the league. The year after someone trades away Fitzmagic, because there have been what, like eight such seasons now. <laughs> yes, that, I would say, yep. And uh, the year after, I bet all of their schedules have been terrible. That's why the Bucks had like a month and a half when they were never in Tampa for a game. <laughs> it all makes sense now. <laughs> it's Mrs. Fitzpatrick. Um, but moving on, speaking of teams getting the beat down, you know, Rams comfortably beating the Giants, thirty-eight to eleven. Man, two teams comfortably. Two two scheme, or two teams scoring eleven points this week. How about that? Yeah, yeah, and it gave us a scoregami. 
Hell yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you, Giants. First one of the year. 1067th overall Scorigami. It's a beautiful thing. Love to see it. Yep. Correct. One. Hey, dude, look at the next one. Chiefs and the football team. Man, it, the football team was up at the half. 13 to 10. And, like, Mahomes didn't look that good. <laughs> well, no, they got powderized, but, like, that first half, like, <laughs> Mahomes yeah. had thrown two picks. Like, what is going on? And then they woke up, and then they were like, oh, that's right, we have a game today. Wait, no. I mean, to be fair, remember that? Remember on their Super Bowl run when, like, the Houston game? Especially Houston, but also Tennessee fell victim to this, too, where they went up yep. by two scores, and it was like, nope, nope, guys, stop, stop. I do remember that. My favorite uh, comment someone tweeted out was like, Tennessee should know better than to go up two scores against the Chiefs. That's just bad coaching. <laughs> <laughs> It's a. It's like the Chiefs got into the locker room and Andy Reid waddled up to Pat Mahomes and said, "Listen, you got to take off the weighted clothes. It's it's not going to work out this week." <laughs> but coach, but coach, I wanted a challenge. I think more accurately, what happened was Andy Reid waddled up to the guy who was wearing Patrick Mahomes's jersey, and he's like, "Oh, okay. Uh, I just got Mahomes back from Graham's car at the bottom of the <laughs> the pumpernickel ditch or whatever it is that you jump into, and uh, uh, get, give your jersey back to Mahomes. Now we have a game to win." Hefflefinger, what was it? Ditch. <laughs> Graham, what's the the place where you and Pat McAfee go? Where I what? What's it called? Where, the, what's the, the dumb... what's the river that Pat McAfee jumped in? Oh, the Broad Ripple Canal. Broad, broad Ripple, ripple. Oh Canal. Gosh, yeah. That's yeah. what it is. You know, got gotta say, Pumpernickel Ditch didn't sound much off. I mean, they both <laughs> sound know. like food. It's pretty close. <laughs> I rolled with it. I went, yeah, that one. It sounds like I left it at one of Reed's favorite barbecue places. Uh, yeah, so, so, broad, broad Ripple definitely sounds like an ice cream flavor. Yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah, I try it. You would not want to be in that canal, though, let me tell you. Yeah, I, I hope they don't use water from that canal to make the ice cream. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll say, I think there's only two games that we hadn't mentioned, but, uh, you know, Panthers, after starting 3-0, and have uh, completed their three-game skid. Uh, Vikings beating them in overtime. Both teams sitting at 3-3 three and three now. I think it's just it goes to show how much it hurts losing a star running back like Christian McCaffrey. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> that... Didn't they put McCaffrey back on the IR too? They he just got on, so I think <laughs> for Two my fantasy weeks. purposes, he's out th- I don't know. Well, no, I was a Yeah, they put him on before this game, so he has to wait 2 more games before he could come back. Oof. What is can can I ask a a real question? I I'd hope so. <laughs> like what is the deal with the What's what's the deal with the Vikings? They have I such wish I could tell you talent. It, they should they should not be three and three. Like this team is awesome. Like Dalvin Cook came back and ran for one forty. The two previous weeks, Alexander Madison tore the fucking league up, and then they've got Thielen and Jefferson. Uh, I mean, is it Kirk Cousins? What is it? Well, to be fair, I mean, look at their three losses. It was a overtime loss to the Bengals. A missed field goal. I mean, one missed field goal away from beating the Cardinals, and a struggle against the Browns. You know, fourteen to seven. I mean, just you know, like I don't think there's necessarily a rhyme or reason. I mean, 
we talk about this all the time, but like you look at that, you look at their losses versus their wins. I mean, this this is a team that could easily be five and one. Yeah, they just seem too good to just have a five hundred record. It just blows me away. Their defense is pretty damn good too. Well, I will say, I think that uh, they're on bye this week, so we won't see that. But uh, their next game is a Sunday night game against the Cowboys on Halloween. So you know, yeah. we'll see. Man, poor Vikings though, because it's literally back to back weeks. They play the cow, they host the Cowboys, then they go to Baltimore. <laughs> Oof. Oh, oh, those that, are two good yuck. teams. Oh, it continues. <laughs> they get they, they then go play the Chargers, and then they host the Packers. That's a rough. Four oh, my God. God. <laughs> oh my God! That blows. I think it is. <laughs> I, I think this is one of those situations where the bye week is much appreciated. Right now. Yeah, I was going to say, enjoy your rest now, lads, because uh, the next month is going to be rough. Well, that's why I kind of joked, like, as sad as I am that the Chargers got whomped by the Ravens, A, they're a good team, B, going into the bye week 4-2, and two, I'll take it, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, not bad. 4-2, oh, top of the yeah. division. I'm like, you know what? Not going to be too upset about that. Let's let's take the bye, let's shore up that rush defense, and... uh Let's uh, beat the pants off Bill Belichick when you come back. Okay, buddy? <laughs> Be nice. Iron is going to have to sharpen iron for the Vikings. Like, they're going to have to get... Yep. They're, they they got to get out of there at least 2-2. Two and two. You'd hope so if they want a chance. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'd consider the Vikings, like, division winner caliber right now, but you got to be thinking playoff caliber at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I would say wild card Absolutely. Best. I mean, like, as it stands right now, the Vikings are currently sitting in the seventh seed if the season ended right now. Wow. Damn. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, and then the last one I want to bring up before we get into our next games is, uh, you know, Raiders beating the Broncos in Denver. So, I guess congratulations. Yeah. And that's all I have to say Another about that. Another team on a three-game slide. Yeah, the Broncos. The Broncos. Although, to be fair, their first three opponents were, like, three of the worst teams known to mankind. <laughs> Yeah, so, at that time they were combined zero and nine. Oof. Right, and yeah. now, and then they, yeah, then literally Ravens came to town. They played the Steelers, and now the Raiders. And it's like, well, three, at least decent teams. Yep. <laughs> Steven's greatest compliment to the Raiders is that they are at least decent. I, <laughs> Logan, that was actually about the Steelers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Even wow. better. De- decent, really nice. <laughs> decent. <laughs> the Raiders have a four and two record. I'd say they're a little bit more than decent. It's a bones day today. Steven's feeling generous. <laughs> it is a bones day. It's a bones day. Man, the Ra- Raiders are going to be six and two more than likely. Shut up, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make Steven have a stroke right here, right now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready. I'm ready to start talking about this week's games. Okay. Same. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Neato Keen. Alrighty. Uh, and uh, we're gonna move on to week seven. And I think we can start uh, keeping in the theme of uh, AFC North teams. It is a division game between the Bengals and the Ravens. Uh, Ravens having just hosted the surprisingly good LA Chargers and uh, <laughs> putting the work to them. Uh, versus the Bengals team coming off a nice and easy win against the Lions. And I think I made this comment to you guys before, uh, but this is only 
the second matchup of the year between two AFC North teams. That's dumb. Wow. I don't know how you escaped one-third of the season with only one divisional game between all four teams. Like, that just seems ridiculous. So it was the Bengals and Steelers. That's the only other AFC yes. North matchup we've had. Correct. Yep. Wow. So, so, so Cincinnati will have played two of their divisional games after this week, while the Browns will have not played one yet. Yeah, we get them all at the end of the year. Correct. Well, to be fair, you get the Ravens twice in a row. That's so oh, yeah, that's right. Ravens that by Ravens. So much. I don't I don't like that. Although I do think for the Browns in particular, a team that is pretty uh injured at the moment, having all of their divisional games later might not be such a bad thing. Yeah, that's a great point. I could see that. It's a very great point. Like it would suck the next if the next three weeks were like Bengals, Ravens, and then Steelers all back to back to back, it would kind of suck to be at a disadvantage for all of those games right now. Right. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, looking at this Ravens team, like, literally, like, have gone from that week one, listen, this is a 5-1 and one team, and I love that all the analysts right now are like, th- this team is back. This is a team that at least is just putting up some gritty wins, like, for the most part, you know, I mean... They barely lost to the Raiders. They barely beat the Chiefs. Had to kick. Had to set a record to beat the Lions, you know. <laughs> and like had to fight back against the Colts. Yeah, there was that Colts game that I don't remember. I, I <laughs> see the box score. I just don't rec- recall watching it. Yeah, you must have been out that day or something. Right. The yeah. Only, the only Weird. two teams that they've like actually like put a good dent against are uh, Broncos and Chargers. But you know. <laughs> I mean, this team could very easily be two and four, right? Yeah. Like, and then you look at you look at this Bengals team, a, a surprisingly four and two Bengals team. Yeah, you know? I'm shocked. Me too. I it, and again, we talked about the Vikings uh, before this, but like, yeah, they could have lost that game against the Vikings. Actually, they probably should have tied that game against the Vikings. Let's be honest, <clears throat> right, Graham? Yeah. Remember watching that? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they they probably should have won the Packers game. Yeah, they, they could have won that one. Um, I mean, you barely beat the Jaguars on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, as in, like and 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 like looking at that parallel, you're only like you have two like double digit wins against the Steelers. Who okay, yeah, they're a decent team, and then the Lions. I don't mm. know. I mean, and AFC North matchups are always like, I for the most part, I'd say they're pretty fun to watch. Like these are, <laughs> there's gonna be some. Yes. Bad blood between these. Like, I mean, Tyler's our resident AFC North expert. Like, your thoughts on that? Oh, anytime it's in divisional matchup in the AFC North, it's always gritty. You can, like, feel the hate between the teams. You just know someone's getting injured, and there's always, like, a 56% chance of a fight breaking out. I like those odds. Having been, like, a loyal AFC North fan my whole life... Shut the fuck uh, up. (laughs) Graham, your compass is upside down? Oh. Oh. (laughs) That was good. Oh. Thank you. I thought it said weast. No. No. North? I thought you said nowth. Nowth. (laughs) Nowth. I, I will say, I'm 
Are we going to have to eat our words about the Bengals taking Jamar Chase? We might have through, to eat our through, words. Oh. Through, one, through, through one third of the season, I will say that I can eat some words about Jamar Chase. I will. Yeah. yeah. I'll eat a healthy bowl of it. Yeah. It's like, I believe the words I'm like, it says it in my alphabet soup. It says, oops. My <laughs> <laughs> soup says chase in it. <laughs> No, seriously, though. Uh, no. I mean, I saw the block he made down the field in last week's game, and I was like, wow. <laughs> this dude can do it all. It's just amazing to me how much, like, he's outpacing his other receivers. Like, I remember talking, uh, yeah. like, in the preseason stuff, where I was like, they already had T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and stuff. Like, well, did you really need, like, an Auden Tate? Yep. And, like, I mean, shit, Auden Tate has literally been targeted four times through six <laughs> games he's played. Poor dude. Yeah, but if it wasn't for Jamar Chase, he might have, like, seven targets. He might. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but you look at the... I mean, like, it's... And, like, Tyler Boyd is getting some targets, too, but, like, you look at the receiving yards. I mean, Jamar Chase is just opening up the, like, the deep ball. You know I mean? He's got 553 yards of receiving versus Boyd's 290. Ooh, yeah, no, yeah. like he is averaging a heck of a lot of yards after the catch, you know. Oh yeah, and 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 you know what? and surprisingly, Joe Mixon hanging in there as a runner. Like I think he's in the top five rush like rushers right now. Yes, he is. I he believe is, so. He is number four on the list with four hundred and eighty yards of rushing this season. So you know, like they're they're establishing a bit of a run. It does help to have a. I guess it does help to have like a receiver that you feel comfortable with I think our biggest question just going into this was like how's the line protecting Burrow you know because I I feel like a few weeks ago when we talked about the Bengals like he'd been sacked pretty heavily so far I mean and, sounds right I mean through six weeks he is taking 16 sacks mm-hmm. that's kind of a lot but considering that at this point last year he probably had like in the mid 20s I'd say it's at least improvement right yeah he had 32 sacks all of last year, but that was only 10 well, games. I'll say, in 10 games, so you're talking at least three a game. Yeah. Versus so right now, it's like... He's just over halfway there. Yeah. Yeah, he's been sacked the uh, seventh most, which is, I'd say, a considerable Actually, improvement. Yeah, it's like, not great, but like... Comparable, better. yeah. I bet the Jags would love to be seventh worst at something... Right about now. <laughs> Damn. Please, they're only they're only second worst. Hey, Dude, I said uh, they'd like to, not they are. Yeah. Hey, hey. To be fair, Lamar Jackson has also been sacked sixteen times so far. Really? Ooh. Wow. So, they, oh yeah. So hit, their lines are protecting their quarterbacks just about as equally. Uh, congrats you know, to the you Look at the comparison. Like seriously. I mean, I mean the. You look at the comparison. I mean, Lamar Jackson has thrown for more than Joe Burrow so far. He's thrown for almost seventeen hundred yards versus Joe Burrow's fifteen forty. That's so wow. surprising. Holy shit! Yeah, and he's and Lamar Jackson is throwing has thrown more. He has thrown twenty more passes up to this point. Jeez. The only difference is that like Burrow's just thrown more touchdowns. He's thrown fourteen to Lamar's nine. You know, but you look at like the running backs, and obviously like <laughs> despite having all these players, and I think I I posted this like in our chat and someone made a good point on social media that like you know you look at the top two teams in the NFL right now 
with players in injured reserve. Um, the the Ravens are at the top with 16 players on injured reserve right now, and they are five and one. Yep. The next highest is the Lions with 14, and they have not won yet. John Harbaugh, I mean, and that's I think that's the value of having a coach that like you just has the tenure and players just believe in him. You know, I thought there was a time where like John Harbaugh was going to be like cut because the Ravens were just not performing to that Super Bowl I caliber. That. Yeah, you know, that wasn't too long ago. No, it wasn't. It was like about the time that like Joe Flacco was on the way out. They were just starting Lamar. You know, I was like, man, they, they may not like, he may not make it much longer. And now here he is. Yeah, I know. Five and one, like in the lead of the division. I mean, an opportunity to take a two game lead on the North right now, you know? Yeah. Shocking. Very surprised by just that. Truly shocking. I definitely thought my Browns would be in first. I thought the same. Well, you thing. also, you, like, to be fair, Tyler, you have had a pretty hard. Who expected the Cardinals to be that good? You know, not me. Yeah. Like we knew they'd be good, but who expected them to be that good? And plus, you've and unfortunately, you've also dealt with injury problems. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you talked about coach, and I wanted to bring it up real quick before I forgot to mention it. Um, I can't believe Zach Wilson got off the hot seat. That fast. You mean Zach, Zach Taylor, Taylor, my bad. Zach Wilson's yeah. still on the hot seat, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, Zach. I'm not. And like that, he's right uh, back on. Zach, uh, if you felt cool for a second and a half, uh, blame Tyler. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> bud. Well, and, and to be fair, like, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> had had the Bengals, like, flipped this record, had they been 2-4 and four, and Jamar was not playing as well as he was, I'd say that Zach Taylor would have been on the hot seat. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's like, really? Oh, for sure. Eh, it wasn't Zach Taylor's decision to draft Chase over Sewell, though. That's usually the general manager's decision. But, like, it, I guess it depends on how, mu- how much say do you think Zach Taylor has in that, you know? Mm, I, a new head coach probably doesn't have a whole lot of say in it, I wouldn't imagine. To be fair, he's not that new anymore. I believe this is his third season. Eh, two full seasons is not enough to have a decent say in drafting players. Well, I, I would say, I guess, it, it depends on who the coach is, right? And, like, how Correct. you've done. If your first two years, like, oh, I won a Super Bowl, yeah, you have some say. Yeah. Yeah, with John Harbaugh, I bet he has a say in who makes his team and who doesn't. It's just funny for Zach Taylor, though, because he came into the season pretty much on the hot seat still, and his team has just went out and performed just saving his ass. Oh, yeah. yeah. He needs to give a nice thank you check to Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> hit him with a Rolex or something. And to be fair, what he really but what he really needs, I mean, like, yes, he does need to do that, but what he like really needs at this point is a good divisional win. I mean, yes, you beat the Steelers, but this is not the Steelers of th- even, like, three years ago. Like the this Steelers is kind of down right now. You need that like signature divisional win to really show like, hey, we can compete, like for at least a playoff spot, if not the division. To be fair, this this Bengals team can do it though. Like, no, they can. Like, yeah, absolutely, it's possible. Like, I'm I'm looking right now, and I think, yep, they like. I mean, uh, the Bengals do have Logan Wilson, one of the leaders in interceptions. Currently has three. Oh, those aren't Trayvon Diggs numbers, though. 
No, no one's no. got Trayvon Diggs numbers. <laughs> Lower your expectations. I think Dick Night Train Lane had Tavon Diggs numbers. Yes, he did. So a bit of NFL history for you. Repeat that? <laughs> what a fucking awesome nickname. What? How fucking cool. I don't even know. Maybe I just missed this. Who are you talking about? Yeah. Dick Night Train Lane is the guy who set the record for number of interceptions in a season. He had 14 in a 12-game season. So after, on average, after six games, half of 12 is six. He has seven picks halfway Logan through. Trayvon Diggs, six games, seven picks. He's on track to tie Night Train. Or he's on track to, like, smash Night Train Lane. Because Diggs is going to have an extra five games to play with. Yeah. So what you're telling me is that Diggs is going to get 20 interceptions. No. I'm saying he's going to, on the season, he's going to get seven. <laughs> zero more. <laughs> Week seven through 18, wow. zero. Holy shit. Now that's a spicy hot take. That is really spicy. That would be. Wow. Are you yep, predicting like, you an go. injury here or like. No, no injury. He's going to play every snap. He's probably going to have, like, uh, two uh, go right through his hands and another one bounce off his face mask. It's going to be really embarrassing for him. Uh, he might have to change teams, preferably Tampa, and uh, help us out in our secondary. <laughs> what a prediction. There you go. Book it. There you go. You heard it here first. It's... it's- is there any one of us who wants to see Baltimore win this? Like, I'm not talking about predictions. Not I'm just saying, like, in your heart of hearts. We all oh, want no. the Bengals, right? Oh, no. I mean, yeah. I I'd think love... so. Listen, I'm also a little salty after last week just seeing him just massacre <laughs> my team. <laughs> no, I don't want to see the Ravens win. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Steven with a tear in his eyes, like, get him, Bengals. Get him. <laughs> Do it for us. Do it for me. You got it, Joe. Joe, yeah. please, Joe, Banami. Joe. One, two, one. That defense is going to have a hell of a time. I mean, Baltimore is averaging the fourth most yards per game so far this season. Yeah. They're putting up 421.7 yards a game. Ooh. Sorry, I'm having Vietnam flashbacks. I think they put that up in the fourth quarter and overtime in the Colts-Ravens game. <laughs> but I, I think I thought you didn't watch that game. <laughs> I'm um, just, I don't know, I, you know, like just little bits of blackout coming through. Something about a 16-point lead diminishing, who knows? Something like that, I don't know. Yeah, something like say? that. Yeah, who, who's to say? Let's go Bengals. I mean, shoot, I mean, what's amazing is that, like, I mean, you're looking at just the yards and, like, I swear the Bengals are so middling right now. I mean, they're averaging 364 yards a game. And allowing 348. I mean, the Ravens are allowing 377, so this is the chance for the Bengals to, like, get some offense, but how is that Bengals defense going to stop Lamar? I mean, they, I mean, just take it from me. Throw up that run defense this week, guys. <laughs> you oh, kind of yeah. need it. That'll do it. Oh, man. But it is time to make our picks. Um, currently, according to ESPN's uh, fi- football power index, uh, the Ravens have a 68.4% chance of winning. This game, and according to the uh, the line, I believe that's provided by Caesar Sportsbook. Uh, Baltimore has a six and a half going into this game, Ooh. like or at least as of Wednesday. So they're almost giving the Ravens a touchdown advantage in this. Wow, wow, shocking. Eh, 
I can kind of believe it after the performance that Baltimore gave last week. It makes sense. Right. Well, I, I think that plays a pretty heavy factor. Like, ha- had it been a lot closer, you, I'd probably be seeing about a four, like, in my head. But the fact that they just whooped a team, they're like, yeah, no, let's give them a six and a half. So, but what do we think? Do the Bengals have a chance? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, well, they have a chance, but, like, so let's start with Tyler. Who do you pick? I'm picking the Bengals to win it. Whoa. I know. There we go. Everybody, everybody's very surprised. How would I not pick <laughs> Baltimore? Woo. <laughs> I believe I believe the lurk. The word you are looking for, Tyler, is spite. <laughs> no. What? No. no. What? No. Not, not well, now the lo- lo- word I'm looking for is sarcasm. No. <laughs> no. No. So Tyler's going bangles. I'm going bangles. Uh, Graham, how about you? Oh, no. I picked the right. Ra- no, I don't. I picked the bangles. I picked the bangles oh. to win. So I, there you go. I heard you. I heard there you say you Raiders. I'm like, we have a discussion. <laughs> uh, I picked the Bengals to win by so many points that uh, uh, Harbaugh is back on the hot seat. <laughs> Harbaugh! Oh my god. <laughs> the man who might have the most secure coaching position in the history of the NFL. Oh yeah, he's going straight to the hot seat. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think I have to say, right now, <laughs> our, actually, I feel like Mike Tomlin has that, but you know. Mm. Not so much anymore, but like yeah, as I was saying, like it would have been Mike Tomlin for years, but five years ago, it's probably Tomlin. Uh, mm-hmm. Logan, how about you? I would definitely a hundred percent take the Bengals if you give me six and a half points. But straight up, it's a little closer. I think if this game was in Cincinnati, I would take Cincinnati. But as it stands, I'm going to pick Baltimore straight up. Understandable. And that that's fair. That yeah. that is. That is the type of decisions a uh, true leader of the game picks would make. And just going straight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no emotions, just straight on facts. That's Logan Hornstein. He's definitely aiming for that Olive Garden gift card this year. <laughs> I'm tra- hey, big dog's got to eat. True. <laughs> Boy loves his breadsticks. <laughs> Should I make it Red Lobster this year just to get the cheddar biscuit option? Ooh. Ooh. I do like my biscuits. I feel like winners winners should decide. Oh yeah, good. Gra- Graham, I I said cheddar breakfast. I think Graham, I just heard him go like, "All right, I got to play this oh. serious now." Yeah, yeah. I'm a, <laughs> Graham, can like, I wait, rescind I my, my Bengals pick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did I say Jim Harbaugh? No, I meant Zach Taylor on the hot seat. Uh, totally. Yeah, I, I Ravens all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, uh, like I said, I, out of spite, I want to pick the Bengals. But just looking at this game right now, I think I'm picking the Ravens, if for no other reason, because Justin Tucker. Yeah, mm. that's good point. Like a, it's it's a good reason. It's a good that's reason. The like, yeah. It's gonna be that close, and it's gonna come down to Justin Tucker. And like, <laughs> I'm just like, uh, you know. It's going to be so weird when he misses three kicks at the end of the game. I know, right? Then I'll be like, huh, my words have some weight to them. I better start. <laughs> oh, really? Because if that happens, I'm going to be like, the meteor is coming to kill me. It's the apocalypse. 
Run for your <laughs> lives. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. But it is time to move on to our second game of this segment. Um, time for Graham to prove his loyalty to this team. It is the Colts playing the 49ers on Sunday night football. Woohoo! That's right. Two two win teams <laughs> playing on Hot Sunday damn. night. And granted, yeah, this, baby. And we just had that last week too. Ah, oh, two weeks Hell in a row. Start. What great television! So hot. Two weeks in a row of sub five hundred teams playing on Sunday night football, but the 49ers are fresh off a bye, and the Colts are pretty much fresh off a bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say they gave a light jog out there. That's a great point, Stephen. Thank you. Uh, man, okay. Well, I'm ready for picks, uh, Colts, <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, I know you are, but like he's, he's picking San Francisco. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, shoot, looking through, I mean, like we joke, but yeah, I mean, two and four to start the season, Graham. I mean, not the best, but like Carson Wentz, I will at least give him the fact that he has toughed this out. I mean, literally two sprained ankles, and he was out there the next week. He was throwing bombs against the Texans. It was gorgeous. It's like, is it one of those situations where, like, he's maybe just starting to feel a bit more comfortable? I mean, and granted, you just got T.Y. Hilton back. Like, it's got to be comforting knowing that, like, you have a veteran receiver on that team. You know, I mean, I don't know if y'all got to watch the game. Like, I got to watch a little bit of it. But that, like, catch he had, like, between the two defenders, yeah, gorgeous. Steven, I could barely see the TV through my erection, but uh, <laughs> the audio came in crystal clear. <laughs> um, Good man. Lord. Yeah, that was uh, great. I was going to say, I feel like we should give Carson Wentz a little bit of credit here. His completion percentage is the second best in his career and best in two years, and he has mm. one interception on the year so far. In six games. I know. That, that was, was in game number one. Very good. It, oh, yeah. wait, no. That was the shovel pass <laughs> that was intercepted at the goal oh, line that oh, I nearly yeah. had a You're right. fucking aneurysm over. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like I, I don't remember the Seahawks picking off Carson Wentz. I think uh, in terms of what's been – what the positives I can take away from the Colts, uh, T.Y. Hilton looks – pretty good right now which i was not expecting i was kind of expecting to see like uh a regression like reggie wayne had after he tore his acl like he just wasn't the same his hands were still made of glue but i mean he just wasn't moving right so that looks good uh wentz is throwing bombs jonathan taylor is a fucking star in the making uh Uh, congratulations like congratulations man like oh yeah you deserve it like haven't had a great running back in a while. He Edgar looks, James. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'd say a decade plus. I mean, did, hmm. I mean, I think Joseph Adai was, was on the there. Like, I was like, I don't think Adai was horrible. I mean, like, someone who you'd actually, like, be, like, super proud to have. Like. Well, I, was, I, I guess you do have something to be proud of. I mean, as of, as of. Uh, this past week, Jonathan Taylor put himself in the top five rushers in the league with 472 yards. Yeah, he's really been playing like a man possessed last couple weeks. He looks absolutely phenomenal. I think he wants to cement that starting job, my dude. 
yeah, I, I, I'll give it to him. I, I, I will call Mr. Reich myself and say, you need to let him be our running back always. Thank you. Call him. You're close enough. Drive down to the front office. I will. Hey. <laughs> hey. I have something to say to you, sir. <laughs> uh, oh, also, Mo Ali Cop. Uh, we we also finally just decided, fuck it, we're going to throw Mo Alley Cox out there. We have this gigantic fucking tight end who we haven't used for God knows why. I, uh, yeah, and it's like, I, it's what I think I was, I don't remember if I got to say in the preseason thing, but I'm like, Carson, you have a tight end like that's reliable. Use him. You have several. Mo Alley Cox is a giant. And, uh, How tall is he up, again? Uh, six. Seven. Okay. It's pretty tall. He's not Donald Parham tall, but you know. No, he's six six. I mean Okay. But I mean I mean so, what I, a shrimp. I, I know. What am I, <laughs> I mean I joke as the six four person, but like, wow, you're not that tall, man. Yeah, I can barely see him down there. At least from my seats we really couldn't. <laughs> how how dare you, Steven? <laughs> I they were great seats, man. I had a hell of a time. <laughs> <laughs> Man, although speaking speaking of hell of the time you you look at the 49 i mean like jonathan taylor like easily cementing himself as a good running back you look at the 49er situation and like your leading rusher has not even had 200 yards on the season dang Oof. like and we could chalk some of that up to injury but i mean for a team that's like no we definitely feel more comfortable in the run than the pass it doesn't look like it so far <laughs> Wow, yeah. We have Elijah you know, Mitchell me- with 189. We have Trey Sermon with 135. And right behind him, quarterback Trey Lance with 133. Right. But then but then look at their receiver. Debo Samuel is cementing himself as the number one. He's got 548 yards receiving on the season so far. He's got pretty much all their touchdowns. <laughs> That's unbelievable. And I, and I hate to say it, but once again, George Kittle, like, I love George Kittle. As a tight end, you know, I think he brings a good energy. I think he's got good hands. He still has not scored. It's <laughs> wild, not dude. Scored yet? No, yeah, that sucks. No, Graham, that's not wild. That's just what he does. He gets big plays, and then when it gets down to like five yards away, it's like, okay, this is where you could throw to George Kittle. Now nah, let's just run it in, Hand throw to it someone off. else. Yeah. <laughs> like George Kittle does for all the big plays that he makes, he does not score really in the NFL. I don't think he's had more than five touchdowns in a season so far. Correct. Wow. Yeah, like in his career. And currently, through one third of the season, he has zero. So he's got some ground to make up. He has to score at least once in the, like in every other game just to beat his record. Or like his personal best. And again, and and with the and with the history or like with Garoppolo still dealing with injury and you have Trey Lance, again, it's just my logic. Why don't you go to the tight end that you can trust? Well, Kittle has been hurt the last few weeks. Maybe not okay. like out with injury, but dealing with an injury. So he might not be 100%. He is on IR. Ah, well, then he has been injured. I was right. Yeah, 11 days ago. And, oh, wait, he just got know. put on the IR? Shit. He was uh, on the IR last week and the week before. Okay, so he will not be in for Sunday night's game. Uh, and then also we have Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. and Jamichael Hasty. They're all out or on injured reserve. 
Garoppolo was limited at today's practice. Lance didn't do practice today. Why? Uh, Lance's oh, knee. God. Oh no! You went. Oh boy! You went, Why? No, 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 so intrigued. Not, not for, I, I'm just curious because who's their third string again? Is it Nick Mullins? Ooh. Oh no! God. Mul- they traded Mullins. I thought. Oh, that's right. I think he's in Philly now. Nate Sudfeld. That's it. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. They traded, they traded. Third, yeah. third string quarterbacks. Man, oh what a time to be alive. Are you telling me that the potential is there for Sunday Night Football to be Carson Wentz versus Nate Sudfeld, two of two oh. Eagles' great quarterbacks fighting it out on opposite teams? It sounds like it should be a revenge game for one of them, but it isn't. <laughs> I think we need to call the manufacturers of Viagra and Cialis because that sentence alone was like the hottest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, we get to face Nate Sudfeld? Oh, my God. (laughs) Three and four, baby. Super Bowl, baby. Three and four is really put into perspective when Tyler is just really upset about the Browns being there and Steven's upset about uh, the Seahawks being there. And I'm like... Three and four, championship. <laughs> I I think it, I think it comes down to preseason expectations and one third of the way expectations. You're like, damn it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like t- fucking two and four. We're just heating up, baby. <laughs> I know. Well, I say it's all about streaks, right? You get like you can start hot, but if you start fucking, if you start failing in the next third of the season, you're like, oh god. You know, bacon, bacon doesn't have as hot a streaks as the Colts are going to have right now. Oh, it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, I'm back. Uh, He's back you. on his BS. Uh, yeah. San Francisco. Boy, that'd be sweet if we played Nate Sudfeld. Played against. Let me clarify. You do not want Sudfeld starting for your team. Yeah. No, 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 no you don't. Sweet Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Just okay. clarified. Yeah, yeah, that's a great clarification. Thank you, Logan. No problem. I got your back. At this point, you better hope Carson Wentz holds up because I think you're back up right now. Or they did just elevate Sam Ellinger from IR, so you at least have him as a backup. But woohoo! Yeah, that's who I want. Oh my yes. god! Yeah, Nate Sudfeld versus Sam Ellinger. <laughs> if if we get fucking Sam Ellinger back in QB, I'll be able to tell you about how pine salt tastes. <laughs> no. No, come on, man. Your defense. Your defense will hold your spirits up. <laughs> uh, I'll be intrigued to see if uh, Ellinger can hold the ball up, throw it downfield, really do anything a quarterback should. Uh, <laughs> please stay healthy, Carson. Oh, man. Holy shit. I mean, the 49ers are just ravaged by injuries. Uh, right. It feels again. like the. Yeah, it, again. I know. Again. It feels like the absolute best time to face them. I'm very excited for this matchup. I would agree with you. I was like, you think you think Zach Pascal is going to snipe some touchdowns again? Uh, no. If for fantasy football purposes, I hope it's Michael Pittman. Oh no! For <laughs> fantasy purposes, I want it to be Zach Pascal. <laughs> well, it ain't going to be Chester Rogers. I can tell you that much. Thank no. God, I have a chance. <laughs> because he's injured. Oh, wait, no, wait, shit, no, I'm thinking of the wrong player. Hold on. Uh, yeah, you are. God damn it. 
Uh, Paris Campbell, that's the one. Ugh. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even... Fucking season-ending foot surgery. I didn't even see it happen in the game. That is outrageous. Did you black out? I must have. <laughs> Another one of those selective. He just, he just saw he just memories. saw injury and he's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The cult in their fucking feet, man. It's always our feet at this point. I was like, "What? What is? What did you all put in your practice grass?" I mean, I swear, it's been the foot for everyone this season. Uh, yeah, we. I uh... think. Uh, I think it's just Dan Campbell uh, missing a little bit south. No. Stay up in Detroit, Dan. <laughs> Wrong blue. Wrong blue. I don't I don't have anything else to add. How do you all feel about the Colts victory this week? I feel all right. I was like decent. It's a good opportunity to pick them. Yeah. 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 I'll say like what, you're asking me? The guy who just wants to see the 49ers at the bottom of the division so that the Seahawks don't just live there by themselves? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love your motivation, Steven. Great energy. I love love that. Man, have I just become Logan this week? Feels good, don't it? uh, Just fueled by spite. I was just going to say, I think we're all motivated by spite this week. I know. We, uh... It's everyone's turn to be Logan at some point. It's it's just so nice. I know, right? It feels good. Oh, man. All right. Time for picks. Tremendous. I I was like, to give the usual... Spiel before this Sunday night football. Uh, Colts traveling to San Francisco. Uh, FPI gives the 49ers the edge with a 65.3% chance of winning. Uh, ESPN needs to investigate that employee for fucking crack. Uh, <laughs> and Caesar Sportsbooks puts the 49ers as of this Wednesday at a minus four. So they are, they are banking on the 49ers. Going ahead... Steal your mom's credit card and her mortgage information and put it all on the Colts, baby. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Please don't. Maybe, like, use your free FanDuel on this one, but... Yeah, I mean, it's... All money is free when you gamble it, Steven, because all the winnings just... (laughs) All the winnings are free. That's some compelling logic. It is. Uh, But, yeah, but... So, Graham, obviously going with the Colts here. Uh, this the, the the start of their Super Bowl run, as it were. Yeah, it's inevitable. Uh, Tyler, how about you? I'm gonna go with the Colts. Seems like a good week to pick them. Yeah, baby. I got you. Thanks. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Colts as well. Ooh. Um. Yeah, and and Logan, one of the, uh, one of the few 49ers supporters I know. More of the fact of uh Shanahan supporter mm-hmm. been pretty quiet this segment what what were your thoughts on the 49ers like how, how do you think this is going uh my, my thoughts are shoot 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 my internet's cutting out uh i really hope <laughs> i have anything to contribute to this segment uh I, the fact that both 49ers quarterbacks are dealing with injury scares me and for that reason, I think I'm going to jump on the bandwagon with everyone else and picking the Colts. Hey. I love this. Nice. I think we just made a Chainsmoker song, y'all. Which one? I don't know what that means. Because if we go Col- down, we all go down together. Ah. Uh, Graham. I thought, was, I thought it was the selfie song. Graham. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yep, same group. And now it's time to talk about our final game. 
Are we talking about the Colts again? Yep, that would be the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Tennessee. Uh, both teams uh, fresh off wins. And i got to be honest, if you had told me this matchup was going to be a 3-3 three and three versus a 4-2 and two team and the Titans were going to be the 4-2, and two, I may not have believed you. <laughs> not wrong. I definitely would not have believed you. I can't believe that, like, as it stands right now, like, with all the standings, the Chiefs are still at the bottom of the AFC West. Oh, uh, slower, Steven. <laughs> Don't it feel good? It feels uh. amazing. But, yeah, I mean, this is... It's funny, because I think we talked about it before, but, like, have teams just figured out how to play against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs at this point? Like, I mean, shoot, it took a it took a second-half comeback for the for them to beat the football team, who are just not looking the best right now. You know, every yeah. team that's like, I don't know. Like, it's nice to think about. Like, I I can't count out Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in good conscience right now, but, like, for at least this moment, who thought they would have been 500 going into this? Not me. Not if, me. If you Not had me. told me that they would be 500 without Patrick Mahomes, I probably would have believed you. But the fact that Mahomes has started and finished every game and they're still 3-3, three and three, nuts. I mean, when you have eight interceptions on the year so far, it's you can kind of be like, oh, yeah, that that would make sense a little. It's crazy. An excellent point. Shoot, weren't three of those in the Chargers game? Oh, no, two two picks, but, like, a couple fumbles in there, too. Like, man, they're just, like, forcing turnovers on this team. You know, and right now, like, their defense is just, I think, like, the years of not in, really investing in your defense is really coming back to bite them right now. You know, I'm not saying they don't have good defensive players. I mean, you literally have Tyron Matthew in the secondary. Um, you have Chris Jones on the line. But, like, it's just, I just don't feel like they have the right pieces in there right now. Yeah, totally. I agree. Well, thank you. He, uh, Jesus. Patrick Mahomes has the second most interceptions in the league. Wow. That's insanity. But you know what he, he also has? He wh- hold on. I I want to I want to say the names of the people on this list around him. Please do. Starting with six interceptions, we have Mac Jones, Sam Darnold, Taylor Heineke, Davis Mills, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, and Zach Wilson. Great company. Ouch. Yeah. He is in some elite company right there. Oh, it, it, it's God shocking dear. to see his name there. Right. Yeah. But you know what he also has for the dumb joke? Like, he has only completed 69% of his passes. <laughs> nice. 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 Solid. Uh, MVP again. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's like, just that. It's like, and he's the best. He's the go. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. He is also leading the league in touchdowns, for what it's worth, you know. Oh, sure. He's thrown for 18. Like, and it, it helps that you literally have... <laughs> You have Tyreek and Travis Kelsey on your team. like Yeah. That's kind of nuts, though, how you can almost lead the league in interceptions and still have a touchdown-to-interception ratio of three. I would say like, I that's mean, awesome. I mean, that, that must be nice because, I mean, Jameis was leading in touchdowns, but he also was leading in interceptions. Like, it wasn't even close <laughs> to that, like, ratio. <laughs> yeah. The the difference there, the ratio for Mahomes is three to one. For Jameis, it was, like, 1.03. So, I think that's 
illustrative of how good each of those quarterbacks was. No, I mean, he, Jameis threw more touchdowns that year th- thanks to the defense. I mean, people don't well, count those an enough. An excellent point. <laughs> Should have been 40 for 30. <laughs> the fools. Oh, God, I love Jameis. They're shortchanging him. Yeah, well, it's like... But, yeah, I mean, looking at the Titans, too, I mean, they have had some, like, good wins of their own. I think why people are, like, just... I mean, because I'm looking at the line right now. I mean, getting a little ahead of myself. But they still have Kansas City at a a 5.5 going into Tennessee. I'm like, really? You're putting just that much stock in the Chiefs? You look at the games that the Titans have lost. (laughs) And And they have lost. No. Well, it's, well, like, the first one, they lost that one. The Cardinals, like, beat... The ever-loving crap out of them, thirty-eight to thirteen, and then you lost to the Jets in overtime. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. that's a Honestly, big ol' L. Losing, losing to the Jets might as well count as three losses on your season. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it just like, oh. This is the team where I I I don't know how to feel about them. It's like how can I mean, you beat the Bills and, and then lose to the Jets? You lost to the Jets. Well, no, this, to be fair, they lost the Jets, then uh, took their frustrations out on the Jaguars, and then they just beat the Bills. <laughs> they, just, they, they put the Jaguars back on the endangered list. With the top <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Damn. But no, like, it, I, and it's funny, because like, it's not like their receivers are putting up like crazy numbers. I mean, Julio's the leading receiver on that team with 263 yards, but like, that's, I mean, that's your leading receiver, and that would not even put you on the top five of receivers in the NFL right now. Like, I think this team owes a lot of gratitude to Derrick Henry. Absolutely. Oh, for, oh yeah. For absolute sure. Like, it, it must be nice having a cheat code on your team, it feels like. Yeah. If Mike Rabel ever goes to another team... I bet he's going to be in for a rude awakening where it's like, well, what do you mean we can't just hand the ball off 35 times a game? <laughs> it's like, Mike, we don't have Derrick Henry on our team. And Vrabel's just like, day, day. <laughs> he, he doesn't, he's not going to know what to do. <laughs> what? Sorry, to put this in context, uh, the Titans' leading receiver, right, Julio Jones, is currently number 63 on the list. Of leading receivers in the that's NFL. Sad. That's your that's your leading receiver. That's not great. That is almost two teams worth of receivers. Like if you go by like if you put all the ones and all the twos, I mean, so making sixty four players, you are almost off that list. Yeah. And you are wide receiver number one. Now, like, now did we expect Julio to like be putting up? Devonte numbers no i didn't like and julio has been hurt no he's been hurt he's coming up on his career you know it's like getting to the later stages of his career i'm not expecting him to put up like i'm not this is not me like bashing on julio like, right he's still oh uh, he's not top five so he sucks no he doesn't suck right We're it not just shows it. like they are just they're either spreading the ball out like more evenly which i mean it just doesn't look which they're not yeah it's like they're really not or they're just again why force it? You know, you just—I could run it down all day. Finally, the defense is like, "I yeah. have to—I st- have to put all my resources into stopping this man." And Tannehill's like, "Cool, thanks." <laughs> just easy yeah. throw. Or half the time, ah, oh, they've stacked the box. Give it to him anyway. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's like, hmm, 
Okay, whose face has he not, like, put in the ground yet? You! Go get him. How many first-round picks do you think a team would have to say for the Titans to not put the phone down immediately for Derrick Henry? Mm. I think the price, no joke, would probably be two first-round picks and then something else. Man, I was That's saying, it? I was thinking at least three. I mean, if if it's two first and a good starter, like, if the Steelers called, it would be two first and Najee Harris. Like, that would be the deal. I mean, quantity aside, I think it would just be absolute... At this moment, there's no price you could say. Like, okay, maybe not no price, but, like, the image, like, you... Your fan base would riot. Well, plus, I think Derrick Henry right now is irreplaceable. There oh, is yeah. no player in the NFL who can do what Derrick Henry does. Agreed. Right. Like, even if even if the Panthers call and say, we will give you Christian McCaffrey, like a healthy Christian McCaffrey for Derrick Henry. Christian McCaffrey do does it. not, like, Christian McCaffrey does not do what Derrick Henry does. You know? No. Yeah, Alvin I... Kamara does not do what Derrick Henry does. No, none, no one does that, you know? And even, like, you've mentioned, I think, two of the best pass-catching running backs that are currently playing. Even if you go more to just devoted runners, like, to me, Nick Chubb is probably the next best runner of the football. Literally, based on stats, he is. He is number two right now. Right. I I think... Even if the Browns called up and it's like, hey, we'd give you Nick Chubb and a first, I'm probably saying no. If they offered Nick Chubb and two firsts, I'd consider it without saying yes immediately. That's how much better Derrick Henry is than everyone else right now. Fair. Yeah, I completely agree with that assessment. Right, and and that's why I was saying earlier, like, it's not entirely crazy to, like, put Derrick Henry in the talks of MVP, just for how, no. again, because literally it's, what's the award? Most valuable player. Like, on that right. team, like, he, you can't replace him. Right. And the Titans right now have four wins, despite the fact that their defense isn't that great, and their receivers aren't doing a whole lot. So what does that leave you with? A good run game, and that's Derrick Henry. Like, he's winning them games not quite on his own, because you need the offensive line, and you need to scheme up the runs and all that. Derrick Henry's leading the show. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill would not be playing as well if Derrick Henry was not on that team. We wouldn't even talk about Ryan Mm -hmm. Tannehill being a starting quarterback if he did not have Derrick Henry there. Absolutely, yeah. Now, now I was going to say, I heard heard Logan say a now, and I'm curious. I'm like, yeah. I'm curious to see where this is leading. If. The Washington football team called up and they're like, hey, we're willing to give you Fitzmagic back. Then I'd be tempted. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have to think about it. Uh, He might come off IR this week. We don't know. Fingers crossed. I am. I I am so excited for this game. This should be the Sunday night game. It really should be. This game is just so hot. You know how much... uh... Uh, flex scheduling kind of like screws it up right now because you have to give teams a 12-day notice, so they would have needed to know this next week or Man, last we, week. I could have I could have told you this shit before week one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the fucking Chiefs and Titans. Holy shit! Yeah, absolutely flex that. 
Nostragramus strikes again. <laughs> Nostragramus. <laughs> well, I and I think unfortunately it. I think that's more on the Chiefs because what they because wasn't the Ravens game a, a primetime game? Oh uh, yeah, was. I mean that was a great fucking game. I know. No, 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 I'm not saying it wasn't. But you have the Ravens and the Bills, and then they have a Monday night against the Giants, which bleh. And then you yeah. And then you have Sunday night against the Raiders, and then later they have a Thursday night game against the Chargers. So unfortunately, right now the Chiefs are maxed out on their yeah. primetime games. I mean, it's just the the sheer quality of the the games they seem to have are. Oh no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not doubting you. It's like, why did you have to make the Giants and Chiefs game oh, a prime yeah. time game? Why couldn't you have made it Chiefs and Titans? You know, Just I mean, a this, disgusting shoot. decision. <laughs> like this, this could have. Been, I mean, again, we talk about playoff quality matchups. This could be it. This could be a very like this could be a matchup that we see, and especially I mean, if the Chiefs don't claw their way back to the top of the West and the Titans hold steady at the top of the AFC South, this could be a wild card matchup. In Tennessee, like, I love it. In Tennessee. Like, we could be seeing this again in early January. That would probably require the Titans to win the division, and I don't see that happening. Uh, it, it, it would. It, <laughs> I, I, Graham, I'm just saying, like, I remember what I said was it yeah. would require the Titans to hold the position at the top yeah. right yeah. now. I mean, like, I'm afraid I'm of the Jags, too. I know, right? <laughs> See, I don't know what Logan's talking about because uh, Tarod Taylor's going to come back with a vengeance and lead that Texans team. Uh, Steven, let's be reasonable here. That's never going to happen. You're right. I mean, th- this game, man, I mean, wh- what are what are the Titans the best at? Running the fucking ball. Kansas City is the sixth worst at stopping the run. What are the Chiefs right. the best at? Throwing Passing. the fucking ball. And you know what Tennessee is? They're like the ninth worst team against the pass. It's great. This is going to be amazing. Please, dear God, let it be Derrick Henry versus Patrick Mahomes for four quarters. I mean, literally what's going to be, it's probably going to end up being like Derrick Henry versus Tyreek. Let's just yeah. be honest about that one. I, I can't wait to watch this game. It This is worth, this is like one of the games of the year, probably. I think what's, I think what's even more criminal is that it's not even an afternoon game. It's a no. one o'clocker. <laughs> it's one o'clock. We're gonna put it at London time. Like we, we the, your afternoon games, and actually, I mean, to be fair, uh, three out of the four of these are strictly due to location. Is Eagles Raiders? Yeah. Lions Rams, Texans Cardinals, and then Bears Bucks. I mean, don't forget, don't forget the banger of Sunday Night Football: Colts Forty Niners. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I was, I was talking strictly the afternoon, but like, and again, in a in a week where you had six teams on by, you had options and you chose. Yeah. Well, no, they didn't even have that many options. They had the fewest options this week than any other week, and right. they still messed it up. <laughs> it was very easy just to shift one of those. Be like, no, this should be from 4 p.m. to 11. That is just some quality football right there. Oh, yeah. No blowouts at all. They're all going to be close games. Nice and tough. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is odd. You've got Bears and Buccaneers on CBS. Ugh. Whoa. What? How the, the hell did that are never on happen? CBS. You, you mean two NFC teams. <gasps> I heard a gasp. There's no way. This is not. Well, 
I'm assuming this is probably not going to be the CBS afternoon game. Is this the finally the day that Kevin Harlan calls a Bucks game? Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> hold on! Oh my god! Hold on! I've I'm looking the I'm looking this up. I I have the literally and hypothetically R.I.P. Logan's pants. Oh yeah. I hate to be the bearer of bad no. news. No. It, 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 Bears Bucks is going to be called by Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Oh, well, oh hey. Hey, I mean, you know, it, that's pretty like, great. No, no, I was like, <laughs> can't be mad it, at that. It's, it's great. No, I know. I was, I wasn't trying to be like, I was like, I hate to say it, but like, no. Um, no, actually, uh, Kevin Harlan's going to be calling Bengals Ravens. Oh, oh, hey, you know what? He's right. worth it. He deserves you know, it. That's good stuff. Not mad yes. at it. No, that's a. But I would love to hear Kevin Harlan call Bucks games at some point. <laughs> Absolutely. You and me both. Oh, oh yeah, and Chiefs Titans going to be called by Ian Eagle, which again, why is your name Ian? <laughs> it's not pronounced Ian. I don't know. I've never heard anyone else's name spelt I A N pronounced Ian. But he pronounced it Ian, so I will yeah, say I that. <laughs> Just very yeah. confused. White people. Yeah, fucking white people. <laughs> My. I think my Mac run, runs on a Pentium Ion core. Is it an Ion Eagle core? <laughs> yes, it is. I think it's lithium. No, no, no. The core is Ion, and then the, uh, you know how, like, the Mac processors are all, like, based on animals? It's the Eagle processor. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that checks out. It so. does. That's flawless logic. I know. Speaking of flawless logic, it's time to make our picks. Picks. Uh, but like I said, like... I know, it's this is the one that I was like I think we were all pretty clear on or like I, like first one I could see some split last one I knew we were gonna be like you know pretty much all in the same boat this is one where again Chiefs have a five or what, five and a half yep Chiefs yeah. give up five and a half points Chiefs give up five and a half in or Chiefs going to Tennessee and currently FPI has the Chiefs winning with a fifty nine point one percent chance man they just <laughs> like they. Di- like, seems like ESPN wants to doubt this Titans team, but what do we think? Uh, Logan, I want to start with you on this one. If you're giving me five and a half points, I am taking Tennessee in a heartbeat, but picking them straight up, I think I'm going to take Kansas City. I think the, the the Chiefs offense is just too volatile and can go off, not even game to game, but quarter to quarter, and as much as I love Derrick Henry, he's just one guy. Fair. Whereas Mahomes has like four people that I'm scared of throwing to. That that's a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So looking at like we've all made talk about like their offense and stuff. Um. But it's odd enough looking at the pass defense. Uh. Graham, you made the comment that the uh, Tennessee Titans are like the ninth worst. Yeah, like eight or ninth. Yeah. Uh. Guess who's right below them? I <laughs> the I Chiefs. would have to guess the Chiefs. Yeah. 100 well Chiefs and Ravens are tied but you know what I mean so yeah. both are equally bad at defending the pass so mm-hmm. with reliable receivers like AJ Brown and Julio if Tannehill can keep his head up and like just not make too many mistakes I will pick the Titans in this game like I'm going to go with them in this because I think that the Chiefs have just a few too many holes on defense and I think that Tannehill is a smart enough quarterback to um, exploit them at the right times. So give me the Titans on this one. Uh, Tyler, how about you? I have to say both of my colleagues have made excellent points. 
but I liked Logan's just a little better. I'm taking Kansas City. Oh, yeah. No, I would say, like, the, listen, it's hard to go against the leader. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do think Tennessee will cover, though. All right. And Graham. All right. All of my colleagues have made excellent comments, so let me pr- provide an alternate to those. In my heart of hearts, I don't want the Titans to win because that means another great win for them and they take another game lead in the division. Uh, I don't want the Chiefs to win because I love seeing them at the bottom of the standings. It's just so beautiful. But uh, I'm going to have to go with, for picks purposes and picks purposes only, I'm going with the Titans. All right. There is a tie option. That still no. helps the Titans. That still helps the Titans. Right. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> oh, that's right. Silly me. It just, it. I didn't read it all the way. It says Titans, but I only saw the tie part. <laughs> all right. This is either going to be very good for me this week or very bad <laughs> in terms of picks. <laughs> I'll say, because like, look, looking at the, or to give everyone an idea of the standings, uh, Tyler bringing up the rear with eight correct picks so far. Uh, I am in third with ten. Graham in second with 11, and Logan has a two-game lead with 13 oh, yeah. correct picks. Great job, Logan. Thank you. I was like, 13 out of 18. Not bad. <laughs> I'll yeah. keep it. Boy, this was a bad week for us. <laughs> Last week was a bad week. Wait, hold on. Are, are you talking about, like, I mean, game picks were all right, but are, would you happen to be referring to our uh, Jeff's Ken Kurt Ben Kurt picks? where Maybe. we Where we uh, <laughs> have uh, one of us, mostly Logan, uh, come up with interesting uh, questions for the games that we did not talk about in depth, and we make our predictions based on that. Uh, considering that, I think the leader had five or six. Five. <laughs> oh wait, that was me. I, Logan, you put your letters in in the gray pewter, so it's a little hard for me to read sometimes. But oh, I see. No, no, I was just in where my laptop's sitting. But yeah, so uh, to give an idea of those standings, I have. Retaking the lead, uh, sitting in first place at 37 with after five correct picks. Tyler, rough week, buddy. It's all right. It's all right. Sometimes you have to put up a number two. I did it for the Browns. Yeah, oh yeah. He did. <laughs> yeah. Two correct picks uh, puts Tyler at 36. Uh, Graham, after three co- correct picks, sitting in third with 30. That's a lot of threes. Yeah. Number three over there. Yep. <laughs> And Logan, after four correct picks, sitting in the back with 29 correct picks. Oh, yeah. I'm gaining on them, boys. Oh, yeah. I know, right? In what? another 18 weeks, I'll be in second. <laughs> so, you forget playoffs. That's a good point. Uh, but we, I was like, plenty of opportunity to make up ground this week. We're going to start with, uh, like, Thursday Night Football, a.k.a. Tyler's Nightmare. Uh, Denver at Cleveland. <laughs> These offenses have combined to lose seven. I love that someone put fun bowls, but it's fun, fun. bowls. Oh, it's so <laughs> that much, might have been me so on accident. Fun bowls. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fun bowls, guys. But yes, they have lost seven fumbles so far this season. So how many fumbles will be lost in this game over <laughs> under one? And gra- and just for clarification, this means that, I mean, you can lose the ball, but it won't count unless the other team recovers. Correct. So they're putting the ball on the ground is a fumble. The other team recovering is losing a fumble. Right. Like, Mel- Melvin Gordon could drop it four times, but if he collects it all four times, he didn't lose anything. <laughs> or one of his teammates collects it. Uh, yeah, I, I just threw the first name off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> no, that's fair. 
but you were the way you said it was like if Gordon coughs it up and Gordon falls on it, no fumble. If Gordon coughs it up and like his quarterback falls on it, that is him losing the ball. It's not because his right. team still retains no, position. Yeah, sorry. Like someone, someone in a Broncos uniform. P.S. If you are somehow listening to this podcast and have been following us this entire time, I hope you have enjoyed our enthralling explaining a fumble <laughs> portion of our there podcast. You go. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna need to edit something later. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I need I'm to just, cut out some of this gold that we've been mining so far. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just keeping Logan employed. Uh, but you know what? I'll, I'll lead us off on this one, and I will say, exactly one. Picking a tie early. Uh, speaking of ties, Tyler, how about you? Hmm. I'm gonna go over. Why not? I feel like that is gonna be the spicy pick. All right. Uh, Logan. I'm going under one. Ah, no fumbles lost. Got it. In other words, zero. Zero. It's <laughs> like under one. What, like half? <laughs> uh, and Graham. I am going to side with Tyler and go with over one. Alrighty. Moving on to our beloved football team traveling to Green Bay. Sorry, I'm just reading this for the first time. <laughs> Take the player on each team with their team's longest receptions, then do the same for the player on each team with the next longest reception. Which team will have the bigger number? So we're just taking the top two longest receptions and adding them up? No. We're taking the longest, the single longest reception, then we're cutting that player out and choosing the player with the next longest reception. So, for example, if Devontae Adams has a 99-yard catch and a 98-yard catch, and then Lazard has, like, a 50-yard catch, you're taking 99 plus 50. Okay, so it's the combined total of the two longest receptions by two players. By different players, yes. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Thank you. I was like, Logan, start us off. The smart money is on Green Bay. Logan's money is on Washington football team with the possible return of Fitzmagic. Ooh. Ooh, hot. Fair. Thank you. All right, Tyler, how about you? I like that take. I'm still going to take Green Bay, though. All right. Graham? Hey, smart. Thank you. I love Logan going first. That insider knowledge of Ryan Fitzmagic potentially coming back. Huge. Uh, give me the football team. I would say I, I'm i torn because both teams have very solid options at number one with Devontae and uh, Terry McLaurin. So it really comes down to who's your second, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Who's going to make that second longest reception? And I think I have to give the edge to the Packers on this one. Okay. Uh, moving on to Carolina at the Giants. And I have to be honest, the way this is phrased, I'm very confused by... <laughs> I'm guessing this is supposed to say Carolina. Oh, oh yeah, this no, isn't no. a game between Arizona and the Giants? <laughs> no, I know. That's why I'm very confused. <laughs> oh, boy. This question is wrong. Uh, uh, let's go to Atlanta, and then we'll come back to this one. Yeah. I was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm very confused. Um going to skip that one for now. Moving on to Atlanta at Miami. Uh, which team will have the receiver with the fewest yards per reception with a minimum of 20 receiving yards in this game? So they need to have at least 20 receiving yards to be considered for this. Correct. So, like, obviously, if you make one catch, like I would say you make two catches and you get, like, 15 yards, you're not on this list. Correct. That's mostly what this is to avoid. It's like, well, they targeted him once and he got two yards, so that's two per reception. He lost. No, you have to have at like least they have 20 to, yards. They have to be somewhat involved in the game plan. Right. And with that knowledge, 
I'm going to have to say Miami in this one. All right, uh, Logan, how about you? I will also say Miami. All right. <laughs> the Florida boy picking Florida team. All right, uh, Tyler. Miami is the pick. And Graham. Uh, what has everyone said so far? So far, sorry. Literally Miami. Okay, Atlanta. Graham goes against it. I have a question right now before we keep going. Whoever changed the Carolina Giants one, they changed it to Sam Darnold and James Conner. God damn James it. Conner Shit. is an Arizona Cardinal. Son of a bitch. Uh, can you unfuck it up to make it what I wrote? I don't know what you wrote. I don't know what you wrote. Well, I put it in there, and then you <laughs> fucked me. Here, don't change it. Don't change anything in here. God damn it. That was so great. I thought someone was making... I thought I was helping, oh but God. apparently I really fucked up and I, I thought really we were still talking about Arizona. No, I love that I, it went from, I thought I love that it went from <laughs> Carolina like I love that it went from Arizona versus the Giants to Carolina versus Arizona. Meanwhile, Arizona's just <laughs> off in their own world. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear I was trying to be helpful and I was. Why are we trying to involve Arizona in hot garbage? <laughs> Speaking of hot garbage, let's just move on to the next game on the list while we fix that. Uh, Jets against the Patriots. Who put the Mets? That's me. Gosh, that okay, was me not the, being helpful. Yeah. The, okay. The Jets average exactly 267 offensive yards per game, while New England averages about 322.3. So which team will get closer uh, to their average in this game? All right. I'm uh, going to start with Graham on this one. Uh. I think New England's going to fly past that number, so give me the Mets. I was like, see, Graham, I was r- I'm right in that line of thinking. I was sitting there like, well, clearly the Patriots are going to put up like 400-something yards, so yeah, uh, yeah it's got to be the Jets. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, uh, Tyler, how about you? Great pick. I'm picking the Jets. All right, and Logan. I'm taking the Patriots. All right, now we're going to uh, reverse track, go back to Carolina at the Giants. And this is going to be a nice, simple question. How many total rushing yards will there be in this game? And I'm guessing this is just combined between both teams. Correct. Okay, over-under of 150. I hate to say it, but the Cardinals are not an option in this one. I mean, you can, you're just giving up a point. Um, You know what? I mean, between two teams, give me the over. Uh, Graham, how about you? Uh, boy, that is just incredible. I'm going to go over. I mean, remember, they do have Sam Darnold. uh, Yeah. Rushes for lots of touchdowns. (laughs) That's true. Touchdowns, not yards. Could be. You could pull a Daniel Jones. You don't know. That's a good point. You got me there. (laughs) Uh, Logan, how about you? Uh, I'm going with the under. All right. And Tyler. I'm going to go under two. Under two? Dear God. (laughs) Under two yards. I know know they're not great, but whoo. Sam Darnold's going to get the negative 125 rushing yards just on his oh, own. Damn. I'd love to see it. Wow. All right. Uh, moving on, now we've gotten to the afternoon slot of games. And I like this. Philly at Vegas. So, I was like, I guess I'm going to need a little bit of clarification here. So, uh, Las Vegas has not had a game yet in this season where they've put up a number of offensive yards in the 300s. So, you're saying it, it Correct. jumps from... 259 to 425 correct so if you line up the games in 
in ascending order of offensive yards, there is nothing in the 300s. It skips from 259 to 425. So they and have further. a couple in the 200s. They have a couple in the 400s. They have none in the 300s. What if you ah, put them in G-sending order? Um, then I think they're all G, <laughs> none of which are in the 300s. Uh, Thanks for a your G help, is 1,000, typically. Yep. Yeah, no problem. So how many offensive yards does Vegas put up in this game? So your options are uh, under 300, exactly 300, <laughs> uh, between 301 and 399, or above 399? It's a great question. Very good question. Thank you. Um, I was say, man, this is tough because, like, I don't know. I mean, Vegas is just, I mean, Carr's the second leading passer in the NFL, and it is the Eagles, you know. That's true. Mm-hmm. No lies Again, detected. I've, the Eagles coming off a short, a long week, the I Eagles know. are. <laughs> yes, they are. And again, I'm fueled by spite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? I mean, I'll be nice. Give me the 301 to 399. <laughs> They're going to definitely put up 300 yards, I think, but maybe not 400 this time. All right. Uh, Tyler, how about you? I'm going the same way you are. Spite and all. All right. Uh, Graham, how about you? I'm going over 399. There you go. Oh, yeah. And I was he's like, I think Graham's spite of the NFC least is greater than. <laughs> Could be. It's close at the very least. And Logan's going the same way as Graham is. Yep. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> nice. Uh, moving on to Detroit visiting the Rams. It is the quote-unquote revenge game of Goff facing Stafford. <laughs> Uh, but meanwhile, so anyway, uh, Rams have scored on exactly half of their drives this season, while Detroit has allowed opponents to score on 47.7% of their drives. So how often does LA score in this game over under 50% of drives? Hmm. This feels like it's going to be mean, (laughs) but Logan, go ahead and start. Uh, I will take the over because the Lions are not good. Tremendous. Tyler? Great pick, sir. I'm also going to take over 50. Thank you. You're welcome. Graham? I am going to take the tie exactly 50. I knew that was coming. Yeah, you know what? baby. I thought about taking the tie. That's a great pick. <laughs> yeah, me too. It is. It was tempting for yes, sure. Yes, it was. Yeah. But give me the over. Wow. Wow. Oh, God, I hope it's I didn't exactly say they had 50. to be touchdowns, but you don't think they're going to be in scoring range? Correct. Over 50% of the time? I also, speaking of not having to be touchdowns, uh, I hadn't considered this earlier, but if there is a safety, I'm counting that as a score, but not a drive. So it's theoretically possible for the Rams to score on more than 100% of their drives. (laughs) (laughs) I almost want to see this happen now. I do. I mean, too. I don't know why you're laughing. It's just true. If the Rams score on all of their offensive drives and then get a safety as well, they've scored on like a hundred and whatever percent of their drives. It's just really funny to think it's efficiency, about efficiency, baby. Oh yeah, and, and the fact that it's the Lions makes it even better. <laughs> well, thing, and like pick sixes, like pick sixes and scoop and scores count too, right? Correct. And and kick returns and punt returns, like <laughs> they're not drives. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. I would say yes. But anyway. Uh, moving on to Chicago at Tampa Bay. Uh, in this matchup last year, Chicago possessed the ball for 28 minutes and 28 seconds. While <laughs> Chumpa, Tampa 
had the ball for the remaining 31 minutes, 32 seconds. So which team will have more time of possession in this game? Um, Honestly, I just think that Tampa, I think Tom Brady's a better clock manager. Give me Tampa Bay. All right. Uh, Graham, how about you? Uh, I will go with Tampa Bay. All right. Good pick. Tyler. I'm taking Tampa Bay as well. And Logan. Uh, I'm also taking uh, Champa Bay. <laughs> Champa, not Champa. <laughs> no, not Champa. No, that's Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. Their pizza sucks. It's all right. Uh, moving on. It's not. <laughs> and we'll talk about that later. Moving on to Houston at Arizona. This is the actual correct Arizona Cardinals game. Uh, trademark that. Yeah. This is like officially who they are playing. They are playing the Houston Texans. They are hosting the Houston Texans. I just wanted to bring this up because uh, currently Caesar Sportsbook has Arizona at a negative 17 and a half. It's not enough. <laughs> Godly. But the question for this one is will Houston spend more of this game down by 14 plus points? <laughs> or will... Logan brought the fucking salt today. <laughs> <laughs> or will they not? So more God What do you think's gonna happen? I think it's a valid question. It is. It's just so funny. Like, I think I think it just lines up well with the line where it's like, yeah, seventeen and a half. No question. Like golly. But Logan, start us off. I'm taking the over. Uh Tyler. Uh I have to go over too. I was like, can you even pick a tie in this one? They can be down for exactly 30 minutes. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, how does that work? Yeah. I was like, because it was the less than 14, greater than 14. I was like, wait, how? I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I messed that up. Um, okay. Oh, man. Do I just feel bold in this one? I'd like to take half. My God. Wow. Nice. It'd be, wouldn't that be the greatest tie? It was exactly. I'll be honest. I might give you more than one point for getting that one right. That would uh, be remarkable. Just feel that in my gut, man. Uh, and then Graham. Uh, I'm going over as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Logan, bringing the salt. <laughs> yeah, over, over, over. Uh, I'll take exactly half. <laughs> You're not wrong. Logan salty. Oh, but he's right though. <laughs> yeah. Logan's salty, right. and we're all full of spite. <laughs> Both statements can be true. It's one of those things. It's like we were we were all thinking it. You just said it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank You're you. welcome. I calls them like a season. <laughs> and finally, the last game, uh, Monday Night Football, New Orleans at Seattle. Seattle's third primetime game in a row. Lucky them. Uh, so, what will be the fewest number of Seattle players needed to match the number of rushing plus receiving touchdowns by Alvin Kamara? So. Like, so the, your options are Seattle will have someone with more touchdowns than Kamara or one, two, three plus. Hmm. Oh, uh, Tyler, how about you start? Oh, God. Um, I'm going to go one. Seems like a fair bet. So, yeah, just to be clear, one means there's a Seattle player with exactly as many rushing plus receiving touchdowns as Kamara. Okay. I'll stick with it. Okay. Just just clarifying. Alright, uh, Graham. I'm going with the option I just added because I think we were missing a level there. Uh, the Seahawks combined don't <laughs> equal as many touchdowns as Alvin Kamara. Wow. 
Locking that in? <laughs> I am locking that in, Stephen. Jacob Eason says Graf- hello. <laughs> Graf just went and kicked the corpse. Yeah, just kicked Stephen <laughs> in the dick. I think Graf just shoved the salt lick in his mouth. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Logan, how about you? I was going to pick two, but I think Graham opened my eyes. I'm taking the Seahawks combined don't score as many as Camaro. I'm just going to side with Tyler then and let that end. Wow. wow. Damn, I should have taken two. What was I thinking? I don't know. But I'm going to sleep easy tonight knowing that my faith isn't put in Geno Smith. (laughs) No, your faith is in... uh, your faith is in Jameis Winston. Yeah. No, <laughs> rushing touchdowns. I mean, yes. Rushing for Kamara. Partially in Jameis Winston. <laughs> no, Alvin Kamara's going to throw it to himself. Yeah. He's not. Yes, he is. Oh, he's going to Brad Johnson himself? He's going to Brad Johnson himself. I feel it coming. Wow. What a time to be alive. Uh, <laughs> he's finally, he's throwing, he's thrown picks to his own receivers. He's thrown picks to the defense. He's never thrown a pick to himself before. <laughs> Uh, I think it's finally time to end this oh, episode. God. Thank you all for joining me. It is fun. It's always fun. Fun every week, sir. Love Same. you all. Yep. And we will see you next week for some week eight discussion, a couple games to talk about, and more absurd picks. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Be well. Bye.